where you and I can connect. It's a show that embraces a 360-degree look at womanhood. It's our voice, our perspective. It's what we care about, and it's how we feel. Empowerment through conversation is what it is. This is Full Circle. Yes, it is. Happy Saturday. Welcome to another edition of Full Circle. I'm your host, Miss Wanda. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy that it is the month of March because you know what the month of March is, right? It's Women's History Month, which, you know, it's kind of like Black History Month. It's like it happens all year long. Like we say it's... um you know, Women's History Month or Black History Month, but we're making history. We're doing things, big things all month, all year, 365. And so, I mean, yeah, it's Women's History Month and that's really nice and we want to celebrate the accomplishments of women, but let's not do it just like Black History Month. Let's not do it and let it end at the end of the month. Let's continue to celebrate our women. There are women doing phenomenal things in the world, including you. I know you are phenomenal and I know you're doing phenomenal things, so make sure you celebrate yourself. I am so excited to have my guest here today. Three phenomenal women in their own right. Um, They are representing Celebration Arts, which is is our local community theater. Black owned, moved into this beautiful space just a, almost a year ago, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay, yes. so this is where people don't see you nodding, ladies. You actually yes. have. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Where you have this beautiful theater. We're going to talk all about Celebration Arts. I want to welcome my guest, Dr. Linda Goodrich. She is the vice president of the board of Celebration Arts. Uh, Karen Travis, she's a board member, an actress, a marketer. She keeps the lights on. She does the anything you need, Karen's got you. And Miss Linda White, she is also a board member. I am so excited to have you. Thank you so much, ladies, for joining me this morning. Thank you. Thank you for inviting us. This is going to be a long day. I'm so happy about this because I celebration celebration arts has been around for a really long time, and I really want to make sure that people are aware about your new location and all of the beautiful things that you've got going on. Not just theater through you know the shows, but all the things you're doing behind the scenes. So before we even get started, I'm just going to start with Dr. Goodrich. Um, go ahead and introduce yourself to the fam and, and tell us who you are and, and what you're all about and how you got hooked up with this thing called Celebration Arts. Good morning, Sacramento. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm uh, Linda Goodrich, and uh, I actually came to Sacramento in 1990. Mm -hmm. Uh, to take a job at Sac State in the theater and dance program. Mm -hmm. Um, I uh, come from Columbus, Ohio, and moved to the Bay Area in 78. Okay. And there I performed with a dance company. But then I took the job at Sac State and was looking for where can I go for theater and dance in Sacramento? Mm-hmm. Well, the only place I could go was Celebration Arts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because there was no uh, black concert dance at Sac State. Pull your mic up just a little bit. There you go. Perfect. Yeah, there was no black concert dance at uh, Sac State. Mm-hmm. 
So I knew I had to create a company, uh, a dance company. Mm -hmm. But in the meantime, I was looking for theater. And so that's when I was introduced to uh, James Wheatley and Celebration Arts because it was, at that time, uh, the only African-American theater in town. I think Michael Benjamin had had a theater for a while, but uh, um, it wasn't around when I came. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I met James Wheatley, and I said, how can I get involved? So uh, I have a background in directing as well as dance, and uh, so I started working with Celebration Arts and developing my own dance company, Sacramento Black Art of Dance, okay. uh, which is in concert this weekend, last two days right. at Sac State. Okay. Concert is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, was the artistic director for 25 years for Sacramento Black Art of Dance, mm-hmm. and it's now under the directorship of Professor Bernard Brown. But at Celebration Arts, they gave me the opportunity to direct and to act in so many plays. And I'm sure we'll talk about more of that as we go along. Yeah. You know, basically, I'm an actress, a director, and dancer, artistic director, uh, was of Sacramento Black Art of Dance. I'm looking at your resume. I mean, this is nothing to sneeze at, lady. I mean, you've got some serious (laughs) credentials going on, Mm -hmm. you know. Everything from stomping at the Savoy Mm -hmm. back in the day to uh, Cabin in the Sky, Raisin for Color Girls. I mean, all you have just got an impressive resume well, of, thank you. of art. And I'll be 70 this year. It well, praise be. God. You look good. You look good. And oh, you know what? You. It goes to show, too, that when you keep yourself active, right, right. that you can keep going and going mm-hmm. and going. Yeah. So. You have to keep your dreams alive. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. And again, yes. thank you for being here. Miss mm-hmm. Karen, introduce yourself to the fam. Well, my name is Karen Travis. And um, a lot of my friends and family call me they call me KT. Um, also, my stage name is KT Masala. And uh, I was born and raised here in Sacramento. And my first experience with uh, acting in the theater came in 2000, uh, something like 2001, 2002. Hold down a little bit more. And um, actually, I started at Sac State. I mm-hmm. did a uh, my first play with the Martin Luther King Project. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I caught the bug. And so after I did that, I did that for three years. And then afterwards, I was looking for uh, a theater. And the only place that I could go, like (laughs) Doc says, was Celebration Arts. Uh And um, I started in uh, 2003, I think it was. It might have been earlier than that. But once I started, that that became my second home. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, The arts is like breathing to me. So. It's my passion, and I, I just got involved in any spot that I could do. If I could do stage magic, I could do lights, acting, whatever it was, that's what I was going to do. And, and matter of fact, my first uh, play, which was for Color Girls, mm-hmm. was okay. directed by here, Dr. Good, okay. <laughs> Dr. Linda Goodrich. Okay. And that was the pl- first play that I did. And once, that, once I did that, I, I couldn't turn away. I was there as much as I could and uh-huh. wanted to volunteer because I... I believe in um, not only supporting your dreams, but supporting the community. Yeah. So that's kind of like where my start is with Celebration Arts. And then 
eventually I became a board member, which I'm very proud to be. Okay. And I've got some other questions about that, how, when you made that leap. So yeah. we'll come back to that okay. in just a moment. Miss Linda White. Good morning. I'm Linda White, and I have been on the board for Celebration Arts for a number of years. I should have double-checked the beginning, but a number of years, as well as being affiliated with Celebration Arts for a number of years. My access to the availability of working with a, a local theater group was through the corral. I had a friend who had performed with James, and uh, I think we can call it a patched-up patched corral at the time. Uh-huh. It wasn't formally organized. C- convinced me that I should come out and uh, take a look. As it turns out, Mr. Wheatley's house was technically five doors from me. Okay. So that was enticing. <laughs> I wasn't gonna have to get in a car. Yeah. I could actually walk, walk to the, the rehearsals. So that's how I got involved, through the corral. And uh, we did a lot of music that Mr. Wheatley composed. We also did other kind of standards. And basically, everything was a cappella, and I had belonged to a group in the Bay Area that was a cappella, so that really, really interested me. Uh, again, I've been on the board forever. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> to make a distinction, there was a program, and then it was incorporated a couple of years later, okay. so we didn't start both at the same time. But I think it's interesting that Celebration Arts, outside of the corral and the dance program, per se, in terms of providing uh, an opportunity for people to hear us, to hear what Celebration does and see what Celebration does. There was a program that started in, in Oak Park where children, and we pretty much were sure we were going to have African-American children, could have a dance le- class on a Saturday for $1. So it became kind of the philanthropic focus of Celebration Arts. What are those things we can do where we really tap into the needs of the local community? Mm -hmm. And again, that was kind of the entree. Those classes, not with children only, are still going today. We've jacked up the price to $5. Mm -hmm. So basically, that gives us uh, another opportunity to interact with people. Yeah, yeah. In fact, the kids program kicks off today, right? Today is Arts. been dormant for about a year mm-hmm. and starting up again today at 10 a.m. Okay. So I'm anxious. I'm sure that the other board members are anxious to find out how did it go. Yeah, yeah. So you still have time, right, to oh, yeah. bring your children down mm-hmm. oh, yeah. to get them in involved. Right. It's a 10-week program? Yes, 10 weeks. Yeah. Um, and it's it, helping kids just find whatever that is for them, you know, mm-hmm. that whether it's the singing or if it's acting or do they get to have hands in like stage production and stuff as exactly. well? Okay, so exactly. the whole thing. So, what, you know, because yeah. I think sometimes when we think about the arts, we only think about the stage or we only think about singing. And there's so much behind the scenes that is just as much part of the arts, yes. the miking, the, the lighting and stage direction and all of those things. And so I like how how kids are being exposed to that um, so that they can see if there's something that that they can gravitate to. I think we kind of see it as our pearl in all that we do, Mm -hmm. and that's cultivating, number one, an interest in in theater. We have people that come to the Celebration Arts, and I occasionally will ask, other members will ask, "Um, how are you? How did you hear about us? Mm -hmm. And an answer will be, this is the first play I've ever been to. Wow. I don't know what to expect, so... I'm so far kind of excited about the play. It's an intermission. We Mm -hmm. pull them aside to just get some information. So 
And we, we've made, I think, tremendous strides in ta- talking about not what we can do for the community, but also what the community can do for us so we can, in partnership, support the arts programs in Sacramento, especially for folks from the African-American community. Yeah. So is that why Mr. Uh, Wheatley created Celebration Arts in the first place is to bring that, bridge that gap? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, okay. All right. So the organization, I so I heard Dr. Goodrich, uh, all three of you say at some point back in the day, I'm just going <laughs> to use that phrase, you got involved. So how long has Celebration Arts been around? I know it's been around, I think, as long as I can remember. And I'm a native. I, I'm going to estimate over 30 years okay. and say not quite 40. Okay. So, uh, because again, we started with uh, very personalized program in terms of being invited to sing somewhere. Mm-hmm. The dance group invited to dance somewhere. Okay. But again, the incorporation as a nonprofit organization in California happened about 30 years, a little over 30 years ago. Okay. That's so a long time. That's a long time it to is. be around and to be serving the community. And, and you know, I think, like I said, I think most people, most African-Americans in, the, in Sacramento know or have heard of mm-hmm. Celebration Arts at one time or another. Yeah. You guys have got a lot of exciting things going on. Um, before we talk about your current production, let's talk about some of the things that you do behind the scenes, some of the education and <laughs> classes. You talked about, Miss um, Linda White, you talked about the choral. Mm-hmm. Is the choral still in existence? They're used principally when there is a play that needs a chorus. Okay. Uh, so, yes, they're still in place, just waiting for the next uh, play that will require some voices. Okay. We had a wonderful play. We did James Baldwin's um, Black Nativity. Black Nativity. Mm-hmm. And that. Langston Hughes. Langston, Langston Hughes. Langston Hughes. Yeah. Why do I keep saying I'm sorry. That's okay. Langston Hughes. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had a tremendous, tremendous choral group. And it really came out of the work that one of our board members, in fact, the one that's going to be in charge of the kids' time starting today, many of her choir members who had never had a chance to be in something like the Black Nativity, Mm -hmm. moving away from just doing gospel music and also being able to join a secular that wasn't that was appropriate for all ages, right, put right. it that way. Mm-hmm. So we were really fortunate to tap into Miss um, Douglas' work at her church. Mm-hmm. So we had a lot of people who had never done that before, had never been on a stage before, been in the choir loft for years mm-hmm. and never been on a stage. So that, that was very exhilarating in terms of our knowing there's some more people that we can tap out there that want to sing. That's what I was going to ask, too, is that do you have to have any type of background in order to be involved with a production? Well, the background for the choir is going to be sing some notes for James Wheatley. Okay. That's it. Yeah. Okay. So it's a yay or it's a nay uh-huh. based upon being able to, to fit in because we also want to make sure that whatever we do is the best in terms of reaching out to people to join us. Sure. Well, what about the other parts but what of... What I think the community should know is that Celebration Arts is a training organization. Okay. You know, we train people to act. We train people to sing. We train people to work behind the scenes. Okay. We train people in all aspects of the arts. So, and from that training, these folks get to go out and work in Mm -hmm. other theaters Mm -hmm. and have skills that they can market. 
That's oh, okay. exactly what happened with me. Uh-huh. Yeah, I I learned everything from Celebration Arts. I mean, absolutely everything. Mm-hmm. And because of it, then I was able to go out to different cities and um, and actually audition. And um, uh, what a blessing and a surprise uh-huh. that I actually was able to get into different organizations. Um, I worked with the African American Shakespeare Company in uh, the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. Uh, did a couple of uh, productions with them for a couple of years, as well as a um, theater in called Theater One in Berkeley, California. And these are all um, theaters that are semi-professional, where you, you do get fit. So you can make a living, but I learned everything from Celebration Arts, you know, from the, the acting to the stage managing to the lights, uh, everything. So you're, when you say you're from the acting, you mean like even the technique of acting? Everything. Wow. Technique, everything. I mean, when I came in, I was green. I mm-hmm. mean, I had only done uh, a couple of shows at Sac State. That was my first show. So when I came in, I actually was taught by uh, Dr. Linda Goodrich here and James Waitley. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it's something that you, do, you have to learn and develop. You know, the, you, you can have the it factor, but there's still, there's there's underlying things that you have to know that you use all the time. And that has to be taught. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am very blessed that I was able to um, take advantage of what was given to me. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't have to pay a dime. Mm-hmm. I basically learned just by volunteering my services and them, you know, being, a, being open to them teaching me what it is that I need in order to, to be successful. So I, I wanted to jump back to you, Miss Karen, because you talked about, you know, you got your first start. How long ago was that? And what did you just automatically have the bug to act? Or was there, what, did you have an experience that made you say, hmm, maybe I, I might be interested in that? Um, I, I, when I was younger, uh, my first time I actually saw, it, it was at, uh, Uh, First English Lutheran Baptist Church. Mm -hmm. That's where James was teaching. Uh Uh, I think that's where he was teaching his dance classes. Mm -hmm. And me and my family happened to go to that church. Uh And I remember one one evening uh, they performed. And when Mm -hmm. I saw that, my eyes lit up like, I was like, oh, my God, I would love to do something like that. And Mm -hmm. my brother at the time was involved, became involved in acting at Sac State. With uh, what was the name of the group, the black group in Sac State? Sons and Ancestors. Sons and Ancestors. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I used to watch my brother on stage, and it just it was just something that stirred in me. And then mm-hmm. my mother used to take me to see the Alvin Ailey dancers. Mm-hmm. And so, and then I had ballet, and I had a little tap as a as a young girl. Uh, and I was involved also with Jack and Jill. And every year we went to a, t- a conference, and we had to have some type of. Uh, uh, like production, production, or, or mm-hmm. some type of entertainment to, to show what type of skills we had. So we did a little play th- that did it. Mm-hmm. Once I did that play and and I saw the applause, I was like, oh, they actually, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, contagious. That's, that's huh? nice. yeah. <laughs> and so later on, um, around two thousand, um, I I decided to just try it. You know, audition and just try and see what happens. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did, and I got the part. Uh, thank God. And then uh, once that happened, I heard about Celebration Arts, and I decided to just audition and met Dr. Goodrich, and she cast me, and that was it. I mean, you know, I I became uh, in love not only with 
the actual part, but the theater itself, because it's like a family. Mm -hmm. It is a family. If you ask anyone that goes to Celebration Arts, they will tell you that's their second family. Wow. And so, um, and that, I'm making it my business to make it that way. We are, I'm still involved with several artists that have moved on, but they are like my daughters, you know, my sons, whatever. We stay in contact with them and we keep supporting them no matter what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of like how I started. And I, I feel the, the love and support of my second family. I, I can never see myself walking away from it. Yeah. yeah. And, and she will always be the lady in blue. <laughs> <laughs> from yes. For Colored Girls. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's, uh, that's how I got started. And, and I... I I haven't turned back, and I, I just hope and pray that people out there understand that uh, they may not get a shot from these other companies. Mm -hmm. um, then you know, without paying, having to pay them to teach them. Mm -hmm. Celebration arts, like like Doc says, it's a training ground. You, we don't, we're not asking you to pay for anything. We're just asking you to just be present, mm -hmm. and we're more than willing to teach you whatever it is that you need in order to try, you know, be successful out there because it's tough out there but we are more than willing to to help you because there are other companies out there they're not going to do a thing with you unless you unless you out, shell out, out some money coins, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. and pay big money and i yeah. mean big money wow i didn't this. realize so, that either yeah oh yeah so wow our, our community uh i james wheatley i have to say he, he did it right by opening the door uh, and we have a lot of different actors and actresses that are out there doing it right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like Danielle, mm -hmm. Danielle Truitt, who mm -hmm. um, she had her own series on BET called yeah. Rebel, mm -hmm. and then um, also she even she brings her her skills back to Sacramento, and she did a play. What did you say? Yeah, it was called Three Black Girl Blues. Mm -hmm. Oh, and uh, she workshopped it some years ago here on Del Paso at the Artisan Theater. Okay. But then uh, she brought it to the B Street, the Sophia, mm -hmm. this year. Uh, it's a play that she and Anthony Dewan mm -hmm. have worked on uh, for, she said, over 10 years now. Wow. But for B Street to now be interested in producing it, mm -hmm. she's come a long way mm -hmm. from Celebration Arts and Sac State. Mm -hmm. yeah. She got her start at Celebration Arts, yes. and we want to make sure we recognize that. That's right. right. Yes, absolutely. And, right, and also Linda's daughter, uh -huh. also, who okay. is, um, Linda, you could talk about your daughter. She also <laughs> came from Celebration Arts as well. Yes, and I remember that my son used to do the music for the Skip, play, so they, right. they're both involved, have both been involved. Um, I, I think another interesting piece is the fact that when you say training, mm -hmm. um, then you have people like me who just jumped into it. Mm -hmm. But what I found out a lot about a play and acting is that what I didn't know. Mm -hmm. So that was eye-opening for me. But I have always been a theater buff. I mean, uh, every, wherever it is, is there's something I want to see live. New York, San Francisco, wherever. So for me... My entree was through our former theater director, Myrtle Steffens, who would kid me all the time and say, because I'm so critical, mm -hmm. you know what, Linda, you, you, I want to see you out there on the stage. Oh, no, no, no. I'm going <laughs> to sit back and watch and critique. And finally, uh, she passed away. And finally... A role was introduced for me that I couldn't turn down. It was to sit in a chair, 
in a supposed <laughs> and easy enough not say a word. <laughs> I had not one word, uh-huh. just, you know, in that play. And I was on the stage a long time, uh-huh. so that kind of you no know, interests me. Okay, I know I didn't say anything, but maybe the next thing, if there's something that comes along, and she had done a play with my daughter at Sacramento Theater Company called Jar the Floor, mm-hmm. and because murder was in that play. I said, you know, let me, let me give this a try. So that's really my entree as opposed to just the corral. So mm-hmm. I finally got before the camera. But can't emphasize enough, we all do some of, have done some of everything okay. in the history of the theater. Um, put on a suit and go represent at a, at a meeting mm-hmm. to get the mop. We need mm-hmm. to mop the floor. That's right. You got to pitch in um, in every area. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I, I learned a lot about the kinds of things that go on backstage. And as having a daughter who was active in the Sacramento community, in the, in theater companies, so to speak, for children, where mm-hmm. it was one or two black kids. Yeah, yeah. So I was really, really um, impressed with the fact as she grew up, there was some place she could tap into. Okay. So. I want to, when we come back from the break, I do want to talk about that, getting our kids involved. I know you have the kids' time, but how can we talk to parents and mothers in particular? Because usually moms are the ones that are driving and signing kids up and stuff. How can we talk to them or what tips can we give them about getting your kids interested and exposed to the arts? So we're going to come back from a break. This is Full Circle. I'm your host, Miss Wanda. Thank you so much for joining us. We will be right back with more of From Celebration Arts. And she's back, empowering women one conversation at a time. This is Full Circle with Miss Wanda. And we are back. Thank you so much for joining us. This is Full Circle. I'm your host, Miss Wanda. We're having a wonderful conversation off air, so we got to get back. (laughs) We got to give it, Miss Karen, we got to give a shout out to your niece. Oh, absolutely. I want to give a shout out to my beautiful niece. Tasha King, Tasha, thank you so much for the words of of encouragement and that you were inspired and spread the word to your friends and family that we are looking for you guys. We are here to receive you and anybody who wants to get involved with Celebration Arts, whether it be volunteer or they want to learn a skill set in the entertainment business, please, please don't hesitate to come by and give us a call. We're at 2727 B Street, <laughs> Sacramento, California. Not, um, and our phone number is area code 916-455-2787. My mind went blank for a mm-hmm. minute. But anyway, um, thank you so much for your uh, sending me that text and I wanted to give a shout out to you love you sweetheart thank you so much for listening to it's it's important that we reach women of every age so thank you so much for listening we were having a wonderful conversation if you're just joining us this is full circle I'm your host Miss Wanda and I'm, I'm talking with my guest Dr. Linda Goodrich Dr. Uh, Linda White I gave you a doctorate degree That's Linda happened. White and uh, Karen Travis from uh, Celebration Arts and we were just uh, discussing off the air how do we get our kids our young people involved in the arts you know um you know again like i mentioned earlier when we talk about the arts a lot of times people just think of dancing or just think of singing and there's so much more so what is celebration arts doing again their kids time program kicked off today so if you have a child that's interested in the arts um please make sure you go to celebration arts you know contact them and find out if 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 you can get your child into the kids time program but i think program like that are really important that we get the next generation 
expose because we talked about having exposure, right? Yeah, so it's all about exposure and how, you know, kids, you can't gravitate to something that you don't know about. So, any thoughts on that? Well, I think that what we are are up against now is that the public schools Mm -hmm. in the last 20 years, 25 years, they've dismantled a lot of those programs, especially in music and drama, because it does take money to support those and in the looking at what we're doing in education the consensus at least I know people not everyone was happy with it we moved away both my kids had an instrument in their hand Mm -hmm. Uh, my son plays the violin he had the when he was six my daughter believe it or not decided she wanted to play the trombone Mm -hmm. so put them in that but I'd say maybe a few years after my daughter graduated in 1987 those opportunities weren't there. The public school no longer supported those things that parents could automatically know about, and they, <coughs> excuse me, and that parents would be included. Mm-hmm. It was necessary for parents to be included because you got to take them to rehearsals, you got to go to the events to support them. Right. So that kind of you know went out the door. Yeah. With yeah. Uh, the changes, and to some extent, I well. I won't put. I won't say that. I was going to say something about Proposition Thirteen, but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right, Miss Linda. That back in the day when I and I'm around the same age as your daughter is that um, you know we had an instrument. Like we just went to school one day and it was like, okay, everybody pick an instrument, mm-hmm. and that was the instrument. And I remember being in like fifth grade, choosing the clarinet. I had already been taking piano lessons at home and choosing the clarinet clarinet and I ended up playing in the marching band in high school like continuing that on and it was no thing you know our lessons were at school you know everything was right there I think that's the other thing is the access is everything was contained for us at school we had we had music class where we learned to play the instrument whereas now you've got parents that you know you got to drop Susie off here and Johnny off here and they're doing this and you got to go here and the kids have a schedule more packed than the adults sometimes but it's really important that we get them that access expose them to those things expose them to the orchestra and you know theater and all of those things so that they can be more well-rounded and have more, more opportunities exactly absolutely yeah. Yeah. but it's so important for them to see themselves that's true yes, yes. you know that's they've it. got to see themselves mm-hmm. there's so many opportunities to see the other mm-hmm. but they don't have the opportunity to see themselves and that's where celebration arts really fills that gap yeah that's good that's good yeah that's really good because, um, you know, again, you it's exposure and it's seeing people that look like you mm-hmm. so that you can believe that I can do That's it right. too. That's right. Right. Absolutely. And then we also talked about on the other end of the spectrum we were talking about off the air is that sometimes when people allow, especially moms, um, they, you know, dedicate themselves to raising their family and they might think that it's too late. And I love that, you know, you don't have to have the experience. You don't have to have gone to college and get this MFA or this degree in in, sci- in acting or whatever to be able to participate. And we talked about off air how, and, and just Miss Linda, if you could just share a little bit of your daughter's story, because I think that our listeners can really gain some insight from what we talked about about your daughter. Well, my daughter is now in New York City, where she's always wanted to live. Let me start with that. Um, Because I come from a musical family, 
it, it was just a natural in mm-hmm. terms of a decision about playing an instrument. Mm-hmm. I mean, they wanted to. They saw it. They saw it in the cousins. They saw it in church. And I, I wouldn't have been. I would have been very surprised if they had not gone in the directions that they did go in. Aaron started dancing at three with Dimensions, mm-hmm. the um, dance in Oakland. In fact, her goal in life from that age was to be a dancer. And it kind of went the other direction because she developed juvenile arthritis. Mm-hmm. So she took up more, she had more of an interest in, in theater. She mm-hmm. wanted, I could tell it was about doing something. She mm-hmm. enjoyed that. And at one time there was this, as I mentioned earlier, the <coughs> Sacramento Children's Theater, which primarily was 99 and 44, 100%. Um, children of other races. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that she had said after she married and had my granddaughter, she said, I, I don't think I can do both as well as I'd like to do. And she, she used to always say, I think my day is going to come later. Although she has friends who, you know, on television, on stage, she always held on to this notion of working in theater, mm-hmm. and she'd probably get a hit meaning finally it will come to fruition for her. Mm-hmm. But she um, hmm, kind of went with theater because she couldn't dance. Mm-hmm. I tried to teach her piano, and that was World War Five. <laughs> so in essence, uh, theater became a natural for her. And I used to take them to theater. We'd go to San Francisco after we moved here yeah. and see plays. I mean, they still, both of them, my son and daughter, talk about seeing James Earl Jones in fences Mm, mm -hmm. and that was a long time ago so it was also taking them and that's why it's important we do the outreach with the parents because they're the ones they're going to have to get them there right and i think we often forget that point children can't drive themselves to whatever they want to do right and that's unfortunate but that's the way it is and should be but aaron in particular uh, she directed the Celebration Arts. Mm-hmm. She appeared in productions of Celebration Arts. She was also um, an actress on the, as I said before, the STC stage, B Street. She was in doubt. So she had a, ver- a variety of opportunities, and I'm pretty sure it's because she had someone like her parents, her father included, taking her mm-hmm. to see these things. Go he- go hear an orchestra. Yeah, You know, go... Go watch a children, the children, children's production they used to have in Oakland at mm-hmm. the uh, park. Um, and she did that. She waited her turn. She is now waiting her turn. She has not lost her passion or her interest in theater, live theater. And she's, she's making some progress in New York City now, but not as much as she'd like to. Because, again, I think when you come in later in life, uh, you got to struggle a little bit more. But she raised her family and never gave up on that dream. And then once her family was old enough, she went after it with exactly. a vengeance. And she's That's work. She's a working actor now. Yeah, yeah especially like television. she's doing television. She's yeah. doing multiple TV series. Well, what I what I think about a, a lot is, okay, she's going to be able to say, and I waitressed already. Back mm-hmm. in Los yeah. Angeles, mm-hmm. um, so basically, I think it was just um, I don't know osmosis, this interest in the arts, but it was also cultivated. Yeah. Not only me, 
but other members of my family. Yeah, so. but the, the the point I really want the listeners to hear is she didn't give up. Oh, no. That no. it's not too late. No. That even though she waited the time to raise her children and do that, that was her priority. Mm-hmm. She went ahead and went after this dream. And even in her, you know, she's older than what she, than a lot of people she's probably auditioning against and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But she's there and she's yeah. doing it. And she didn't give up on that dream. And no matter what, even though other things might come in your path, that you can still obtain that dream, especially if it's something that burns deep within you. Mm -hmm. You know, if it's something that continues to keep you going, that no matter what year after year, like, you know what? It's coming. It's Mm -hmm. coming. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it happen. And now she's a working actress. She's in New York. She's on multiple television shows. I mean, like she's doing her thing. And I think the point is just don't give up, that it's not too late. And the training ground, start all the way, take it full circle her training ground was at celebration arts. exactly and that's what celebration arts is it's a training ground like dr goodrich said earlier we're going to give you the key tools that you need to be successful in this business i, I want to give a shout out to uh linda white's son who is harley white jr okay All who right, has harley. the harley white jr orchestra and we just saw him with his quartet at the Dante Club. Oh. You guys got to get out and see Harley White Jr. Orchestra or Quartet. Okay. All right. Now, is, uh, and that's Linda White's son. Okay. So yeah. who's comprised? Is the orchestra younger people or is it just a mix oh, of? Oh, no. His uh, okay. orchestra is all adults. Okay. All right. But he had a program about 15 years ago called Joe's Style Shop, which was centered around introducing young musicians jazz i mean it was nice. that simple i mean he was at waldorf and felt like um i need to go do something in the community because mm-hmm. as you know the the makeup of waldorf mm-hmm. not just for these kids they need to go do something for our kids yeah so that was pretty successful while it lasted but okay you know how kids get when they turn 16 17 mm, head someplace else mm-hmm. but i think every one of them will tell you the same story you know Mr. White introduced me to something, and I grew to love it or like it. Yeah. So, but he also taught music for a while in the uh, public schools, Sacramento, and he is, ah, uh, he is his passion about music is just absolutely. Uh, he surpasses his sister. I mean, my son is a musician. Mm-hmm. And again, it's about seeing that black man exactly in a role that's not a hip hop artist. Exactly. No offense to them, you know what I'm saying. But he's doing something different, and he still has a passion for music. And it's now a different he's going to be teaching at Celebration Arts. Oh, nice! So, go. what is he going to be teaching at Celebration Arts? Oh, let's see, guitar, <laughs> brass instruments. Oh, so he'll be teaching different music he, instruments. Right now, he's got primarily most of his students now are guitar or bass. Mm-hmm. Fender bass, but um, he can probably teach it all. Nice. I'm not trying to be in my, in my no, this. So no, it's, it's, it's yeah. devil. How about, <laughs> how about the how about the doo wop? Oh, oh yes, yeah. he put out a, a a word about missing the missing link in a lot of African American music is the doo wop factor. Okay, and he put out a notice. I'd like to start something like this. If you're interested, you know, messenger me. There are 30 people that are signed up to start doing lessons in doo-wop. And not just my son. I think he's got some other folks that are tapped 
to also work in that project. So, so there's a, a ton of things that you can do Absolutely. at Celebration Arts. It's mm-hmm. not just in front of the, exactly. on the stage, that, that, that acting piece. Right. There's so much more. When we come back, we're going to talk about the programs that Celebration Arts is doing, plus their current production that's happening now through March 24th. It is Full Circle. I'm your host, Miss Wanda. Thank you so much for joining us. We will be right back. And we're back with Miss Wanda, life coach, motivational speaker, and friend of sisters everywhere. This is Full Circle. Thank you so much for staying with the program. I'm your host, Miss Wanda. I am really enjoying the conversation today. So we're talking about this is Women's History Month. Like there is so much history across the table from me here. And I am so excited to have them. Talented women in their own right. They're all uh, representing Celebration Arts. I have Linda Travis, uh, Linda White, and Dr. Linda I'm sorry, Karen. Look, everybody's name is going to be Linda today. <laughs> Karen Travis, Dr. Linda Goodrich, and Linda White. They are representing Celebration Arts. Celebration Arts is a 501c3. They are a nonprofit. They are here to serve our community. They are located at 2727 B Street in Sacramento. And if you ever want any information, check out their website. It's celebrationarts.net, or you can go to... Um, uh, give them a call at uh, 916-445-ARTS. That's 455. 455. I'm looking at it. I'm sorry. 916-455-ARTS. That's 916-455-2787. They have uh, produced approximately 180 plays. That's a lot. Or productions. That is a lot. They have been around for a very long time. They are in a brand new space. Um, And so I want to talk about that. I want to talk about what's currently happening at Celebration Arts as well and all of the and how we as a community can support. So thank you for staying with the program, ladies. I appreciate you being here. Thank you for having us. All right. Well, so let's go right into um, the current production that you have going on. It's called The Whipping Man. Can we talk about that a little bit? Yes, uh, The Whipping Man, it's a play about redemption and forgiveness and um, the lasting scars at slavery and the responsibility that comes with freedom. Um, it's a wonderful play that is uh, by Matthew Lopez and it's directed by James Wheatley. Uh, we have our two top-notch um, actors that are in the play. Uh, we have uh, Tarek Sadiq and we also have Tori Scroggins. And um, what's the other? The other new person. Oh, his name. I forgot his name. Kyle. Todd? Kyle. Kyle. Oh, that's right. Kyle. Forgot Kyle's last name. But it's a play that just started last weekend and it's going to uh, continue through March 24th. And I guarantee you, you will love what you see. We have um, a lot of uh, Tori and Targ in, in particular. And we also have a newcomer at Celebration Arts with. They are one of our top-notch actors, and uh, they always um, produce to to the fullest. Anybody who know those names, they will know that uh, there's a good play that's going on. So I, we look forward to seeing you guys come on out and give us the support um, that this play brings. I mean, it is beautiful play, The Whipping Man. I know it sounds terrible, but it's actually a very good. Play. Tell us a little bit about it. I know it's set in um, the Civil War in yes. 1865. Yes. So we have the different costumes and everything. We also have costume designer. You know, these are all kind of parts in Celebration Arts that a person can learn. We love to come and help with the 
with the costumes, you know, the, the stage managing. We, matter of fact, we have a young man, Jonathan, who has volunteered his services, and he's a high schooler, and he's volunteering stage managing with us. So um, please come on out and um, pass out the word and give us and bring uh, your support to the community to Celebration Arts. Okay, so that's the Whipping Man. The Whipping Man um, through March 24th. Okay. And again, it's set in the Civil War in 1865, around 1865, yeah. uh, where slaves are being freed yes. uh, throughout the South and soldiers are returning home in, it says, in Jewish homes. Yes. So that's an interesting twist. It says the annual celebration of Passover is being celebrated. So there is a chaos between um, two of the characters yes. that this play is kind of set the backdrop for absolutely yeah a very very different spin on it uh different than what people would think so please come on out it is a, a wonderful play okay I, I keep trying to get miss karen to give me more and she's not so <laughs> i guess you just have to come to see the whipping man uh it's running now through march 24th at celebration arts and that's all you're gonna get from about that <laughs> Yeah, I saw it you know. opening night, and there are so many twists and turns oh, in wow. this play because it is set in post-Civil War, and um, a white Confederate soldier mm -hmm. is coming back to his home plantation mm -hmm. in the South mm -hmm. where... One of the former slaves has stayed in the house to protect the house. Wow. And another uh, has been associated with the house. And he, didn't he kill? He killed someone. And he's running he's back run. to the house to hide. Mm, mm. So this Confederate soldier comes back to the plantation and his family is Jewish. So it talks about the whole uh, element of Jews and slavery mm -hmm. and their relationship to slavery mm -hmm. and how the slaves took on some of the values yes. of Judaism mm -hmm. and uh, kind of the similarities between Judaism and Christianity oh, wow. in terms of uh, how do you reconcile slavery? Mm -hmm. Okay. And there, again, there are so many twists and turns in this play. It is so educational because the slaves, or let's not say slaves, the black people uh -huh. in Hello. the play, okay. especially the older man, he is going to do a satyr. Oh, Okay, wow. <laughs> uh, as a, you know, as a tradition uh -huh. for this young man who has come home. Wow. It's that time of year, Amazing. I think it is. Amazing. And, uh, but they end up finding out a lot of history that has been hidden mm. from this, by this family. Mm -hmm. But the former slaves now, they knew 
what was going on. Wow. That sounds like an extremely oh, powerful place. It, it's phenomenal. See, it's was, phenomenal. She was the perfect person to say it. Because I often go around here and give it away. So that's why I was kind of That trying. sounds like a power. I, mean, yeah, I don't want to do a spoiler tell, alert. Well, and you can tell <laughs> yeah, but she, because... You can tell and tell in, in detail, but it's, there's nothing like seeing the play. Oh, you exactly. got it. And I mean, just the way that Dr. Goodrich described that it, that was so beautiful. Mm-hmm. It makes me compelled to want to see this play. It's called The Whipping Man. It's running now through March 24th at Celebration Arts. And mm-hmm. see, this, this is the kind of thing that we need to continue to support in our community, supporting the arts. And again, you know, um, <clears throat> Karen, you talked about even the costuming. I mean, there's something for everyone in celebration arts and they are here to support us how can we celebrate uh, support celebration arts buy tickets okay <laughs> come on out come, come on out. out to the put, production put butts in the seat there that's right go. that's right put your put your meat in the seat that's right well but, we always stress in terms of the prologue is that you are now occupying the seat of the play our programs only function because we have people that come to the theater. So if we didn't have those audiences, mm-hmm. there are some things we could never do. Mm-hmm. Right. And there are things we haven't been able to do. But come put your money in that seat. Yeah, and spread the word. And spread the you word. know, if you spread go to word, a production please. and you've tell enjoyed people. it thoroughly, tell, tell someone. Yeah. Post out. Everybody is so easy to post post on Facebook about what they ate for dinner and mm-hmm. all this other stuff. <laughs> post about a good play that you've exactly. seen. Absolutely. Support that way as well, right? Yeah, yeah we know word of mouth is really uh, very helpful t- in terms of what we do. Mm-hmm. But first, I had some people there. Right. And then go out and tell your cousins, your neighbors, that you saw the play. We find very often people that come through a personal will say, you know, I never never heard of Celebration Arts. Mm-hmm. But my neighbor said, or my mother said, yeah. or my friend said, so came to check it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah And it's important to know Celebration Arts is a 100% volunteer 100% run. Volunteer organization Mm -hmm. so all of your money goes toward running the organization and presenting Mm -hmm. programs because no one including james wheatley is being paid no one yeah and and to and that's a testament to a lot of different things is that they've been around this long still being able to Mm -hmm. operate the community supporting but we need you to support even more we need you to come out and enjoy the productions and support when they need support and tell a friend and post about it and and volunteer even Uh, again you can get some good experience we were talking a lot about the alumni that have been part of celebration arts in one way or another some have gone on to be actors you talk, You mentioned Danielle Truitt earlier. Mm-hmm. Some of them, your daughter, you know, Miss Linda, have gone on to do these amazing things. Miss Karen, you shared about um, the alumni. Right. Um, Andrea Covington, who did a play at Celebration Arts, is where she got her start. And after that play, she got so inspired, she moved to Los Angeles. And now she has a manager and an agent. And um, I just came back from uh, Los Angeles this weekend because she invited me. She calls me theater mom, and that's that's my baby doll. And she invited me to go to a um, Oscar red carpet event that she was involved with, and it was the first my first experience, and it was 
uh, amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, but the fact that she has uh, enough confidence to continue. And uh, she also did a Disney movie. She did a, 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 one, a TV show on Bounce TV. And mm -hmm. now she's getting ready to do a shoot with Vanity Fair. So we have people who came from Celebration Art, had some training, and they've moved on. And uh, they still are our family. You know, yeah. that, that uh, is my family. And um, I, I'm so proud of her, and I'm proud of everybody who comes from Celebration Art. So I, I, I just wanted to make sure that I mentioned her, and I'm going to start a new segment called The Audition, which will be um, hosted by Celebration Arts, where I will be interviewing the people who actually had training at Celebration Arts and have, have moved on so they can inspire others uh, to follow their dreams. Yeah. So if you if you've ever had the bug for acting, for singing, for dance, if you've had the bug for cr the creatives, the sewing, the costume design, the set design, building, makeup. lighting, makeup, there's so much that you can get trained on right here at Celebration Arts. Let's not take our community theater for granted. It really is a good training ground for our folks. Mm -hmm. And you, we've, like I said, we've heard people that have graduated on and done some amazing things your son dr linda is a graphic artist that has done a lot of work at yeah, celebration he, arts he was in high school uh when i was directing for colored girls mm -hmm. and he was an artist well he still is <laughs> and he did uh several of our program designs mm -hmm. Uh, I'm especially proud of the one he did for, for Colored Girls. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And he's gone on to be quite a poet, a spoken word artist. Mm -hmm. uh, he goes by the name of Dante Palayo. Shout out to Dante. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you know, we're proud. My oldest son, uh, he does capoeira, but he started in dance. Okay. And because capoeira is so akin to dance, okay. uh, I just think dance gave him that foundation to do what his life passion is. And that capoeira is a form of martial arts. A martial art, yeah. But you still, it's dance. Mm -hmm. Martial Moving, arts is right. a dance of its own, yes. you know, yes. right? Yes. And we have a great uh, capoeira studio right here in Sacramento wow. called Move uh, with uh, Gallego Hilligan. Uh, so, folks, there's so many opportunities to explore your culture. And I think that's the one thing where Celebration Arts fills a huge gap. Mm -hmm. You learn so much about your culture. Yeah, yeah. Through these plays, through the singing, through the dance. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, we're a one-stop shop. I love it. For I everything. love it. I love it. When we come back from the break, we're going to take a quick break and then uh, head into our last segment. When we come back, I want to ask about the directing opportunities and how we can get women involved in, you know, what does it take to be a director? And so much, there's still so much more conversation that we can have. This is Full Circle. I'm your host, Miss Wanda, and we'll be right back. Empowering women through conversation. This is what she does. She is Miss Wanda, and this is Full Circle. 
Thank you so much for staying with the program. This is Full Circle. I'm your host, Miss Wanda. I'm having a wonderful conversation with my guests, Karen Travis, Linda White, and Dr. Linda Goodrich from Celebration Arts Board, all three board members. Um, Dr. Goodrich is the vice president of on the board of Celebration Arts, and we were just talking about how we can se- uh, support Celebration Arts and how Celebration Arts supports our community. Mm-hmm. So I, I just want to, again, reemphasize to the audience how or ask you again, how can we as an audience, as listening people outside of attending the productions? Because we know that that's the most important thing is to attend a production, spread the word about a production. But how else can we support the organization? You guys do a lot for us. How can we help you? Volunteer. Okay. You know, uh, we have all aspects of theater uh where you can volunteer okay you could come do stage managing you could come help james build the sets Mm -hmm. you could help our costumer deborah jones uh with getting costumes for all of the productions you can help out at the box office you can even help out emptying trash cans (laughs) (laughs) or doing uh design work we have all aspects of theater, okay. all aspects. Okay. So lighting, you can help lighting. learn learn how to do stage audio. lighting, mm-hmm. audio. Yes, absolutely. So there is something for everyone. And again, Celebration Arts runs off of volunteers. Absolutely. We can't, we can't stress that enough. And it's interesting to note, and I'm delighted it's happening, we now have what we call a sustaining donor category. For our fundraising and there are eight people who have committed to $25 a month um, That's okay. I'm Go sorry ahead. Go ahead. who who have made a commitment to provide a donation to Celebration Arts on a regular basis on a regular basis okay we and, know we can count on that yeah the big day of giving is coming up folks yeah and that's uh, in May mm-hmm. so Put Celebration Arts on your radar. That's great. Yeah, absolutely. Big also, day of giving. Go ahead. Also through the United Way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They could also uh, put in for Celebration Arts through the United Way. And then also if you're a state employee, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. there are ways that you can also donate uh, um, your funds to Celebration Arts as well. Yeah. So and you, on our website, we have a donate button. That's Ooh. right. I'm looking at it right here. It says donate now. Just press it and you are done. But really, it really does take a community to keep Celebration uh, Arts going. You know, we and it's our it's ours. So we should take some pride in that. You know, we should take pride in the fact that we've got these amazing people giving us and, and teaching us in the areas that we can get. And, you know, Karen had mentioned earlier, I had no idea that other companies actually charge you money to learn. But Celebration arts you can go and learn for free for free you know get home that craft that you want to you know that you've always had an interest in um going ahead and and, and learning did you did you have something no, i was just thought of something oh okay all right yeah so you know you can hone that craft you can get those skills that you need and then you don't have to stay here you know if you want to move forward you know and move to la or move to new york or move to somewhere else san francisco or where the community um the theater community is thriving a little bit bigger 
um, then you can get your skills here and move on. And you've had people that have won awards that have, you know, are on television and, and doing movies and plays and all kinds of good stuff that have gotten their chops right here, uh, honed their chops at Celebration Arts. Absolutely. And I would like to mention also that Celebration Arts is an award-winning 501c3 uh, organization. We have won at least a minimum of 20 to 15, 15 to 20 Ellie Awards, um, as well as we are part of SARTA, which uh, runs the Ellie Awards, and that came from the, uh, uh, because of Eleanor McClatchy, uh, which is part of the Sacramento Bee and other organizations. That's, it's named after her. It's why it's called the Ellie Awards. And SARTA, which is also stands for Sacramento Arts Regional Theater Association, mm-hmm. uh, we have received several awards uh, for the theater, as well as the actors and uh, the costume design. Uh, me and Linda, we share uh, Ellie Award through Costume Design for Color Girls, okay. which was directed by Dr. Goodrich. So uh, this is not something that we take lightly. This is something that other people um, have also awarded us for the work that we do. Uh, also, we're mentioned several, every production that uh, we are mentioned in the um, the news and review, and they always review all of our plays. And I'm proud to say that I, I haven't seen anything lower than a four star. Okay. And uh, most of our plays are five star plays. Yeah. So this is something that um, people who would like to join with us, they can see that the community uh, does recognize uh, that we do, and it's quality work. And I'm really proud of that. Right. It's not just your old ordinary theater no, company. No. This is high caliber, high quality Absolutely. theater, high quality training yes. that you can get right here at home. I want to talk about the big news. Well, it's it's been over a year now, but your new home, Yay. right? 2727 B Street in Sacramento. So if you haven't checked out the new Celebration Arts, and like I said, they've been here. You've been there about a year, right? Almost yes. a year. Yes. Um, yes. Been there about a year. And so it's a beautiful beautiful space it is a lovely larger theater than what that the previous theater um the seating is very comfortable it is really nice now that was formerly the b street theater so you know you have this space that you are getting um leasing from the b street theater how does the b street how do you connect i know there's not a real partnership but there is some connection between the two correct well, actually, um, we are, uh, the building isn't owned by the B Street. Oh, okay. Okay, uh, we're, we're renting the space from the people that own the building. Okay, okay? gotcha. The B Street has now moved on to the uh, Sophia mm-hmm. on uh, 27th and Capitol. Yeah. Uh, so, but all of the theaters, you know, I think, Especially if you want to diversify your cast in Sacramento, Mm -hmm. they have to look at James Wheatley and Celebration Arts for that. Yeah, absolutely. And he gets calls all the time. time. Yeah, yeah, good. Because they know that our actors have performed at B Street, Mm -hmm. our actors have performed at Capitol Stage, at Capitol Sacramento Theater Company. Mm We're all over in the professional theater world. Yeah. Here yeah. in Sacramento. Very good. Very good. I want to jump back, Dr. Linda, before the break, we talked about uh, the director, females being in the directing space. Um, how did you get in, interested in becoming a director? 
oh my goodness, I've been doing this since I was in Columbus, Ohio. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then when I moved to Oakland, my primary focus was dance, mm-hmm. but I was also directing and doing theater in relationship to the dance. Okay. So choreographing, okay. productions, but uh, we also had our own dance company, mm-hmm. uh, which was a part of uh, Everybody's Creative Arts Center, mm-hmm. which is run by Dr. Halifu Osamari, shout out, mm-hmm. who lives here in Sacramento now, mm-hmm. who is also a board member okay. at Celebration okay. Arts okay. now. But when I moved to Sacramento, one of the first things I wanted to do was how do I get into the theater world? Mm-hmm. There wasn't much in dance for me to where I saw myself. Right. Okay. So I started with uh, theater and James Wheatley was it. Uh, and I, did he give you that opportunity to direct or was that something that you knew that you wanted to do? No, I knew I wanted to continue directing. Okay. So Celebration Arts was a place for me to do it. Okay. Uh, and the thing I want to stress in terms of empowerment for women, mm-hmm. people like Linda White's daughter, Erin, mm-hmm. Danielle, she was Danielle Thrower when she was here. She's now Danielle Truitt, also came through uh, Celebration Arts, but they were also given the opportunity to direct. Nice. Nice. You know, that's the head. Yeah. You know, of what you see on the stage. It's their vision. But that was because of Celebration Arts giving them that opportunity. Now, they were trained actors from Sac State and Howard University. Mm -hmm. But where do they get to go to perform and direct right in their community? Mm -hmm. Right here. Yeah. That's that's an amazing opportunity that mm-hmm. Mr. Wheatley has, you know, provided through Celebration Arts mm-hmm. and being able to get that good training ground right. so that you can move forward. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. What a wonderful conversation we've been having. Um, I just I want to know if there's anything that we didn't cover that you wanted to make sure that we talk about in regards to Celebration Arts. Don't forget the Whipping Man is happening. It's running now through March 24th. Um, if you go to the website celebrationarts.net, you can get tickets there. You can also give the call, give the box office a call at 916-455-2787. Um, and so you can get your tickets. The Whipping Man sounds like a phenomenal production and so you don't want to miss that the show times and all of that can be had either again by calling the box office at 916-455-ARTS that's 455-2787 or by visiting their website at celebrationarts.net isn't it att.net yeah celebrationarts.net or you might have celebration arts acts no, I, I'm just looking at the website. Oh, okay. Yeah, just celebrationarts.net. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's the website. Yes. Um, Not the email address, just the website. Oh, oh Just okay. the website. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Go ahead, Miss Karen. Oh, yeah. I wanted to um, also mention another way that you could help Celebration Arts is that if there are any organizations out there that are looking to uh, conduct their business at Celebration Arts, we have several rooms that are available. Um Please give us a call and, and just say that I you want to uh, talk with us about possibly uh, bringing your organizations to have meetings, uh, to have an event, or um, uh, simply just come. And even if you're thinking about, uh, if you're looking for a residency, uh, we, it's something that we can look at. 
So uh, that is another way for you to help uh, Celebration Arts uh, because that is a, a, it's a place that we want to, you to look at as your home. Uh, this is a family, um, and, and this is an opportunity for other organizations, especially organizations of colors that are looking for a resident uh, or a place to run their business. And all I want to give a shout-out to all you spoken word people out there. Uh, <laughs> we'll let you know that please contact us. We would love to bring spoken word to Celebration Arts. Uh, we would like to make it a, you know, a place where people of color um, and their businesses can come and, and call it home. Uh, so I wanted to make sure that I mentioned that. And, and call, and you can ask for me. You can ask for Dr. Goodrich or Linda. And other, or, I mean, White. organizations who are out there, we have this all the time. Mm -hmm. Buy the house out. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, nice. Buy the house out is a fundraiser for your organization. That's yes. good. Uh, we've had many different organizations. Mm -hmm. The AKAs, mm -hmm. the Links. Deltas. Yes. Uh, Le Beau Arts. Yes, Who exactly. else? Well, uh, wellness we, Women. We, yeah. For, uh, yeah. Wellness church women group. Over. They also <laughs> church group. Church groups. Come and buy the house out, and, and then you can uh, sell your tickets however you want to do. We stay out of it. And then you can also see the theater, see, see a play at the same time. You can buy the house out on the day that we have the uh, theater, and you can... Uh, do whatever you do in the beginning and have your reception have your reception oh nice you can uh you know see a play afterwards or it could be when we don't have a play it doesn't matter mm -hmm. we just need for you to come and become a family member with us that was one of the things i did want to ask do you host school groups so like if school if you do you put on like children's absolutely. productions absolutely yeah because i was at sac state i also chaired the department at theater and uh, we brought in uh, a woman, uh, Dr. Melinda Wilson, mm -hmm. to teach at Sac State. And she made it a point for her classes that she taught that they come to Celebration Arts nice. to do critiques. We also have the community colleges coming to Celebration Arts to do their research and paperwork on plays that we're presenting. Uh, high school students nice. also uh, but I'd like to also say um, with uh, like Sac State again I want to uh, reiterate that where would these students be able to go yeah. where are they going to get a chance to hone their chops yeah. okay and uh, I talk about Melinda Wilson who was also on our board uh, before <laughs> She's also directed. Nice. She directed at Sac State. She directed at Celebration Arts. Mm -hmm. She directed these two. She's being modest. Yeah. Having our say was a hit. Oh my goodness! Arts. That's right, and that was directed by by Melinda. Melinda. And these two were the characters in Having Our Say, and it was top notch. Yeah, we nice. we played two women over the lady years sisters. Ago. Yeah, the absolutely. Lady yeah. But I want to say Melinda Wilson now has moved on at Sac mm -hmm. State. She's associate dean of the College of Arts and Letters. Yeah. Nice. Very nice. So I mean again, you just you can't deny the benefits that you'll get through working volunteering, experiencing celebration arts. And and I think on the flip side of that is you may want to do it for your only your benefit to give you an opportunity to express yourself. Mm -hmm. Not everybody has to go into the field right. on a, on a professional basis, 
What about just, you know, you would feel good having an opportunity to grow mm-hmm. and having the opportunity to be a part of something like this. So if you always wanted to sing, call us. If you always wanted to act. So when we say training, we're also <laughs> looking at we have folks who just want to do it because it mm-hmm. feels good. Right. Like, Right. Like that. I've always let you know, someone might say, I've always wanted to, you know, be in a play mm-hmm. or I always wanted to sing in the choir or the chorus mm-hmm. or the chorale or whatever. Right. Yeah. And you don't have to go on to be moved to L.A. and do all this mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. It might just be something that fulfills you on the weekends. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. If you Absolutely. have a piece that you want to share, we always have. Remember we have the once a year. The storytelling oh. yeah. that we have every year. If you have a, a piece that you was, that you've written down and you just want to test it out, test the waters to see how it is more than welcome come on down yeah that storytelling festival <laughs> oh, is amazing yeah. as well we've had script readings also script readings so if you're a, a playwright month. and you want someone to a group to to come together to listen to what you're proposing hmm. we're the we're the ones that will do it Absolutely. so many opportunities so many so many opportunities and, and some of the things we're talking about we've done them we have done them uh, in the past, maybe 30 years ago, 20 years ago, 10 years ago. So we do have some, uh, what is, <coughs> have some experience. Mm-hmm. And what we'd like to do is expand it. Yeah. Because we have a taste of, for instance, the um, Dante. Years ago, we used to have a successful uh, poet night. Mm-hmm. Well, I said, I'm uh, also, reaching out to the spoken word people. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it, yeah, w- we... I can't think of anything we would not want to participate in related to the arts. We used to have a visual arts program okay. years ago. Yeah. And there, were, there were children involved in that, which made it uh, a part of our mission mm-hmm. in terms of being incorporated. However, by the same token, we've got this big space. Yeah. We went from 2,500 square feet to 6,000. Mm-hmm. So we have more than enough room to accommodate all persons interested or groups interested in doing something directed at the arts. Nice. 6,000. 6,000 square <laughs> well, feet. That's well, a lot sure of square feet. Amen. Yeah, right. Yep. It's a blessing. But they can accommodate you. So again, if you just if you're just a weekend warrior when it comes to wanting to participate or if you want to build a career, exactly. the place to be is celebration arts. Training um, you know, in all kinds of things from acting to dance to um, lighting to costume design and direction and, and all of the stuff. You can get it right there by help and you can help your community at the same time by volunteering. Just coming on in and volunteering and being a part of Celebration Arts. Also, make sure you celebrate our (laughs) celebrate uh, support Celebration Arts with your time and your talents and your dollars. Making sure that you're supporting the productions that are happening out there and telling a friend, spreading the word. You saw a play that impacted you that you enjoyed. Even if you did enjoy it, tell them anyway, because that might be something that they enjoy. This, The Whipping Man, I tell you, it sounds phenomenal. It's running now through March 24th at Celebration Arts. You can get all the details by going to their website, celebrationarts.net, or giving their box office a call at 916-455-ARTS. That's 916-455-2787. Don't forget, Celebration Arts is located at 2727 B Street, in Sacramento. Have we covered it all, ladies? Oh, 
I think so, but I if there's something else, if people, mm-hmm. anyone has an idea of, of, of something that they would like to bring to us, please don't hesitate to send us an email or give us a call. We will certainly have our ears open and uh, welcome any suggestions that you may have that would help support us to keep moving on. Okay. Man, this has been a wonderful conversation, a great way to kick off Women's History Month with three women with a powerful legacy in the arts. I'm so excited that they are here today. Again, Dr. Linda Goodrich, Karen Travis, Linda White, thank you so much for being here and joining the program today. Thank you. Thank you. This is Full Circle. That's how we kick off Women's History Month. I love it. This is Full Circle. I'm your host, Ms. Wanda. Thank you so much for staying with the program today. Again, don't forget, Celebrations Celebration Arts is for us. It is for our community. So we want to support them just like they support us. You can get all the information about their programs and services by visiting their website at celebrationarts.net or you can um, give them a call at 916-455-2787. Don't forget, currently showing The Whipping Man now through March 24th. It is... um, it just looks phenomenal. It just looks, the story just sounds amazing. So make sure you get out and support the whipping man again. Tell your friends and family, bring the whole family out. Just bring the family out, buy up a block of tickets, bring everybody and have a good family night. It is the whipping man running now through March 24th. It is celebration arts, 2727 B street in Sacramento. Again, the box office is nine one six four five five two seven eight seven, And the website is celebration Nets. Whew, that was a lot, but it was a good show today. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm your host, Miss Wanda. Thank you so much for staying with us. Have a wonderful, safe, and dry day. God bless. We'll see you next week. Like and share our Facebook page at Full Circle 97.5.